0: Welcome to the KML messcast. Can't everybody stop for ten minutes? I mean, it's not that much to ask. So goddamn rude! What the fuck do they think I'm doing? Playoffs? We'll talk about playoffs. You kidding me? That is a disgusting act by Randy Moss. They are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. Hello. You play to win the game. And now, your 2016 champion, soon to be two-time champion, and host, Maine. Hello, 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 and welcome in to the Week 15 edition of the Camel Mess Cast. I am your host, Maine. It is December 11th, 2019 at 8.35 in the PM, and we are going to talk about what happened all last week here and uh, the first week of playoffs. It was a sad week for some we'll get into that and give a recap of what happened there and then we'll preview the last two games here so it's gonna be a little bit shorter we'll try to dive dive into the specifics a little bit more uh... give the insight that you all crave and uh... you know i keep you coming back here to to see just the best fancy football analysis you could possibly see but first let's see what happened last week in uh... round one of the KMO playoffs weekly recap All right, weekly recap, round one was sad for your host main. Cabo Ghost falling to Reading Dwayne Bow, 127.6 to 84.4, getting absolutely house by 40-plus points, but really it wasn't even that close because Zacherts gave him 25.6 points on Monday night to make it, I can't even call it respectable, it was just terrible. It was just terrible all the way around. Just nobody showed up to play up and down the boards. Everybody had the worst week. I think uh, it was my worst point week by... Ten or fifteen points overall, so um, it just it has not been good. It had it just just been terrible. It was a bad bad time to have your worst week. But hey, you know what? Uh, couldn't have lost to a more deserving Reading Dwayne Bowe team. Reading Dwayne Bowe was led by Aaron Jones and Zeke Elliott, both getting over twenty points. Aaron Jones twenty eight point two points. Just a really nice performance all the way around, and it was never really close. You know, I mean, really the cable Ghosts spent fifty no fifty plus fifty three, so hundred and three dollars at draft, more than half of the draft capital on Devontae Adams and Odell Beckham Jr., who continued just to be absolute disasters all year long, were outscored combined by Zach Pascal for the Indianapolis Coats, who was a late-round a late pickup uh, by the reading Dwayne Bowe. Wasn't even on a roster except for like three days ago when he picked him up to play him against me. And wouldn't you know it, Zach Pascal outscores my two... St- oh, let me. I'm going to use air quotes here. Studs. My two studs. So, <sighs> very disappointing year. Another disappointing end. To a disappointing year, second year in a row, I believe uh, the Cabo Ghosts have been knocked out by having their worst week of the year in the first or second round of playoffs. So we'll, we'll, we'll regroup, we'll try to come back, we'll do we'll do better next year. You know, we'll just keep it going. So chin up on that one. We'll see what we can do. Uh, next game up, we have Fighting for Eleven. Getting by the Viceless, and again, another game that just wasn't that close, 122.1 over uh, Viceless 99.2. Viceless uh, gave it gave it a shot, you know, any anytime you get close to 100 points, I feel like you have a chance to win, but uh, even so, still losing by 23 points. Viceless led by Austin Eckler and Robert Woods, who really has come on late. Robert Woods has been playing much, much better. Uh, but kind of the patience paid off for everybody who kind of waited for Robert Woods. Austin Eckler, 29.3 points, which is really surprising. I know I talk shit about Austin Eckler a lot earlier in the year, especially during trade talks, trying to drive his value down a little bit. It did not work. He maintained his value and then some, even with Gordon returning from his holdout. And fighting for 11, more of the same. I mean, led by Hopkins somehow Matt Ryan continues to be a great fantasy uh, quarterback, even though he really shouldn't be. And then Pittsburgh defense also getting him 20 points. So really just a nice, well-rounded performance by Vitaly to move on to the semi-finals. I think that about wraps it up for recap. We don't care about any other, other games here in the consolation ladder because, again, uh, you know we play it like the NFL plays it. Like When you lose in playoffs, you are done. You do not get to play anymore in this league because you have not deserved it. You need to earn the right to play in weeks 14, 15, 16. And uh, you know those teams just didn't get it done. So here we are. We're down to four teams. We're uh, looking at a couple little matchups here. And really, you know, it's actually kind of gone chalk for the first round of the playoffs. The five seed was knocked out. The six seed was knocked out. That was me and Moto respectively. And now we're only down to the top four seeds. So I guess it kind of makes sense that uh, the top four seeds have made it into the semifinals, and they're all playing each other. Let's get a quick uh, let's get to the picks here and uh, see what the deal is with uh, who we think is going to come out on top of these semifinals games. Today's picks are brought to you by Angie's List. We may not hire the best, we may not hire the brightest, but God damn it, if we don't give it our all by hiring the man with one ball. Big, thing, big thanks out there to Angie's List for sponsoring the picks section of the podcast this week. And uh, let's go ahead and get in and see what looks like uh, what the picks look like this week, huh? Picks and predictions. Alright, the first game I want to talk about is reading Dwayne Bowe, the four seed, going up against Straight Bum's homie, the 1st seed. Projected points in this one, 116.1 to 109.4, favoring Michael Wingus, who continues, just continues to be a great team. I mean, what am I going to say about it? I mean, the proof's in the pudding. 11 wins in the regular season. Got a first-round bye here, top seed in the playoffs. But, boy, it's hilarious. You look at his team, and I, don't, I do not i do not see 11 wins out of this team. I mean, it, it, somehow he got there. I asked him the other day, uh, you know, what he thought he'd have for wins if he did not have Lamar Jackson on his team, and the answer was five, which feels about right. Previous two meetings, they've played actually twice again this year, uh, previously, and Straight Bumps homie has won both matchups. First matchup, one, week one, right off the bat, 135.5 to 112.3 for Reedy Wayne Beau. and then week 12, 109.9 for straight bumps to 73.8. So reading Dwayne Bow looking to avoid the hat-trickle losses, and uh, is going to try to see if he can get by him in this one. All-time record. Let me pull that up real quick to see where these two guys stand. Uh, dead even, 5-5. Five and five. So over the history, they've, they've played each other tough. Um, and boy, 5-5, five and five, and that includes the t- the two uh, wins this year for Wingus. So you got it back even this year. Well, good for him. Uh, looking down through these rosters, let's take, take a quick look here. We got Russell Wilson. Quarterback for Rodgers going up against Lamar Jackson, who had a little bit of a scare earlier. Uh, didn't know if he was going to be in or out. He's still got a cue by his name, but I believe he plays, and I think he plays well against the Jets. So I'm going to give the nod to Lamar Jackson. Because I honestly I think Lamar Jackson is, is good enough to win championships for a lot of teams this year. He just has been on fire. He's been the rushing stats are there. If you mix in a uh, passing touchdown or two, I mean it's just gravy kind of on the cake. You don't put gravy on cake. I don't know why I said that. Gravy on the mashed potatoes. And, um, yeah, he's just been really good. God, it's annoying. Anyway, uh, running back position, Zeke Elliott and Aaron Jones for Rodgers. Going up against David Montgomery and Chris Carson for Wingus. I definitely have to give it to Zeke and Elliott. Zeke and and Jones on Rodgers' side of the coin. I mean, they've just been studs, and they continue to be studs. Jones can have a tendency to disappear every now and again, but I think he stays hot. He's got Chicago, which is kind of a tough matchup, but I think it's more tough than people think or it's tougher than people think. Chicago's been a little porous lately, so... Uh, and Montgomery, you can't... I like the head head matchup of Jones-Montgomery. That could be interesting, but... Um, boy, he just has not been great. Chris Carson's been great, especially with Penny going down. I think he'll be... Uh, get a couple more touches there, so he'll be fine. But I think that David Montgomery's just... Just kind of, you know, throwing pennies in a well, hoping for, uh, hope, hoping for the good David Montgomery, because week to week, you never know what you're going to really get with him. So, anyway, I'm going to give the uh, edge to Rogers on that side. Wide receivers, you have the unbelievable, amazing, Zach Pascal. Motherfucker. So pissed about Zach Pascal. Anyway, Zach Pascal and A.J. Brown. These are really your two wide receivers going into the semifinals. Zach Pascal and A.J. Brown. Uh, You know, okay. I'm gonna circle back this in a second. Okay, so Zach Pascal, AJ Brown for for Rodgers, going up against Tyler Lockett and DJ Moore for Wingus. Yeah, boy, you gotta love those four wide receivers. They're just stud wide receivers going into the the uh, semifinals of the the playoffs here. But uh, Lockett and Moore, I think. Um, you know, are going to hold their own on that side, so I'm going to give the edge to Wingus there. Tight end Austin Hooper for Rodgers, Mark Andrews for Wingus. Pretty close, honestly. Hooper coming off that injury and not injured um, anymore, so he doesn't even have a cube next to his name like Andrews does. So I think Hooper can stay hot, although he gets San Francisco. San Francisco is a really tough matchup, and they're for real. So uh, I'm going to call it a wash because Andrews gets gets the Jets and they suck. Uh, flex position: Le'Veon Bell if he decides to not go bowling this week, and Stefan Diggs for Wingus. That's a tough one. I mean, I think you got to go the running back. You got to go Bell. He gets Baltimore, but I think I still think he'll be fine. Um, but yeah, he should play. I mean, boy, Rogers has a has a clear docket. Uh, no injuries at all. Looks good. And then defense kicker, you got Vikings and Robbie Gold for Rodgers going up against Ravens and Harrison Butker for Wingus. I like the Ravens and Butker side of things. I mean, Ravens get the Jets, and you know Butker's going to kick against Denver. I, I can see that going well. So I think I'm going to give him the edge there. This is going to be a tough matchup, honestly. I. Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the upset. I'm gonna pick Reading Dwayne Bow to get by Straight Bums Homie, but well hold on, no 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 no. I'm gonna take that back. I'm gonna pick straight bums homie because I think, honestly, I think this has just been his year. It really has. He's had a golden horseshoe up his ass the entire year. He's made all the right moves, gotten all the breaks, stayed healthy enough to get by. He really hasn't, I mean, he's got David Johnson was like his big, you can't even call it an injury, who knows what happened David Johnson, but he just, you know, he's only really losing his top tier guy, if you want to call it that, and uh, has just been able to maintain, and, and I think that's what you need in the playoffs is just to stay hot and stay lucky, and I think he can get it done. So I'm going to choose Wingus, but we've got, we've got two sidebars I want to talk about real quick for each team. First is Rogers. Zach, Pascal, and A.J. Brown. I'm going to give you a little insider info here because I, I had a retrospective, and we'll probably do a retrospective show about what happened this year and, and talk more about each individual team and some takeaways and some lessons learned. But one of my lessons learned is I should have bailed, and I know hindsight's 2020, but I should have bailed on on Adams and OBJ, like, early. Like, once I saw after, like, three, four, five weeks that they just weren't going to be coming around, I should, I, but, like, what are you going to do? You're kind of stuck. You know, you're not going to get name, name value for them. And you're not going to get what you think you should. So it's like, do you give him, you know, 75 cents on the dollar to try to get out from under it? But, I mean, look at this. I mean, he's picked up Zach Pascal and A.J. Brown, two guys who weren't even on sleeper radars or anything at the beginning of the year. But he's smart because you only need to play well for two weeks. You don't need to play well all year. So just play the hot hand, especially when you have to. Like, you know, you're backed into a corner. And, uh, you know, try to get those points. Try to get that win at any, uh, any uh, you know, any way necessary. You know, stop looking at the full season and just... Uh, just get it done for two weeks. I really should. I, I screwed up. Oh, well. What are you going to do? So anyway, that's the first lesson I wanted to talk about with reading and Dwayne Bowe. And then second lesson, straight bums homie. Uh, not really a lesson, more of an eye-opening fact. We, we joked last week about uh, nullifying the first two years of the KML. You know, we're getting scoring down. We had kind of a weird mix of people in there. And, uh, you know, for the last five years, we've had the same core group of guys, which is great same 12 no turnover which which was really nice and everything um, but over that period over the 5 years stray bumps homie has the re- best record had a couple tough years early and uh, has really turned it around so you know he kind of the commissioner is a little bit of a snake in the grass you got to watch him because you think he doesn't really know what's going on he kind of stays quiet you know he kind of makes a move here move there always complains about it always negative and everything but don't be fooled he uh he's he's like far and away the best team over the last 5 years so his genius uh, you know, knows no bounds, and he might prove it by being the first two time champion. Speaking of which, I also need to probably edit the intro since I will not be the soon to be two time champion, and not this year at least. So, um, I have to go back and <laughs> roll that one back just a little bit. Uh, all right, so I think that wraps up this game. I'm going with Wingus. I think I just got to stay with the guy who's hot and getting all the breaks, and, and, uh, you know, just seems to be, you know, always, always does what he needs to do to win. And I think he beats Rogers for the third time this year, and, uh, and moves on to the finals. So tie the top seed advancing. Let's go on to the other side of the bracket and check out what's going on with uh, the what we, yeah the two three matchup. Oh, the that Game of no the week. no that's my fault. This is definitely not Rob. I know you think I did that intentionally. That was not intentional. I apologize. You are not the Keg watch Game of the Week. You actually are the. Behold, you sons of bitches. It's the Camel Game of the Week. Alright, I made this the Game of the Week because... I just like the matchup better Both teams 9-4 The 2 versus the 3 You know I just think it makes more sense That this was the game of the week um, Like I said We got Fighting for 11 The third seed Going up against Gordon Lucko The second seed All time record in this one Favors I believe it's Vitale. Uh Let me check that real quick uh, Vit first, Rob. Yeah, favors Vitali five games to three, so he's got a little bit of an edge there. And uh, actually lost earlier this year too. Rob beat Vitali in week eight, one forty one point one to one o five point seven. So Rob's had his number this year a little bit, getting back on the on the W side, um, you know, to avenge some some past losses. However, projected points in this one, Vitali one twenty eight point nine, which very well could be one of the highest point projected projected point totals we've seen all year. Gordon Lucko one thirteen point three, nothing to sniff at. Uh, but definitely not the 128.9 on that side of things. Looking down through these two teams, you got Jameis Winston starting for Fidali, which is just unbelievable. Didn't he get benched last week. But uh, again, like I said, you just need guys to be hot in the playoffs. You don't need big names. You just need the hot guys. So he's got Jameis Winston in there. And then uh, Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> for Rob. Um, here's what we've. We, what a weird year. Here's what we've got for playoffs. Look at the. Oh my God. What was the. I guess Russell Wilson, you might have expected to be in the championship. But, I mean, what? Lamar Jackson, Jameis Winston, and Ryan Tannehill. So you have Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, Jameis Winston, and Ryan Tannehill are our four playoff quarterbacks. Who who expected that at the beginning of the year? I don't think there was many people, especially with the Ryan Tannehill. I don't even think he had a job at the beginning of the year, right? Or did he get kicked out of Miami at the beginning of the year? Whatever it was. But anyway, you got James Winston going up against Tannehill. I'm actually going to favor Tannehill on this one. James Winston, I don't know. I'm gonna guess Detroit. Detroit stinks, but uh, Tannehill has just been on fire. And I think he can keep it going, especially with AJ Brown. Uh, him and him and AJ seem to have a nice little rapport. So I'm gonna go uh, Tannehill on that side. Running back situation, you got Alvin Kamara and Todd Gurley for Vitaly going up against Dalvin Cook and Josh Jacobs. Really good running back matchup here. And uh, boy, which side would you want? See, this is another one of those things where I think like. If you're just going on names and you're going 16 weeks, you go, oh, I want Kamara and Gurley. Like, no questions asked. However, we're not, you know, this is a uh, must-win week. You are only cared about this week. So what do you want this week? Do you want Kamara versus Indy and Gurley against Dallas given their recent struggles? Or do you want Dalvin Cook against uh, the Chargers and Jacobs against Jacksonville? It's a t- It's a tough one. And I'm going to show exactly why I lost this year, but I think I'm going to favor Kamara and Gurley on that side of things where you know you just keep on keep on going back to that well and saying, oh, this is the week. This is the week they play like the top pick that they were. This is the week that they're going to play you know, a top five running back performance. I, I'm not confident it happens. Uh, I think the safer bet is definitely Cook and Jacobs, but I'm going to go with Kamara and Gurley uh, in this one-week matchup. Wide receivers, you get Chris Godwin and DeAndre Hopkins going up against Cooper Cup and Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel. Again, another guy who is just hot. Just pick up the guy that's hot and play him. Ah, I fucked up this year so bad. I should have done better. Oh, well. What do you got to do? Anyway, uh, no no questions here. Hopkins and Godwin take the kick on that side. Look at that. Two and four respectively. No, four and two respectively on the year at their position. So, uh, Vitaly rolling out two of the top four wide receivers. Man, oh man. Tight end, Tyler Higbee uh, going up against Travis Kelsey. This is where Rob shines. He's got Travis Kelsey all day, every day. And uh, that is obviously a huge advantage for him. And then at the flex position, Leonard Fournette going up against Adam Thielen. And I'll, I'll, another side, side note to this. I don't think it's a surprise that if you look at the last four teams, they all probably have, th- these are the four teams that probably had the best mix of Running backs, or at least three of the top four mix of running backs, um, you know, top to bottom. I mean, Kamara, Gurley, and Fournette's a great lineup, and Cook and Jacobs and, and uh, you know, are, are good running backs too. So, I, I and, and I went zero running back this year. Anyway, it's not about me. It's about Leonard Fournette. It's about Adam Thielen. I think Fournette is a little bit better play there. Thielen hasn't been right. I think Thielen's got a candidacy for. One of those guys you hear about in the off-season that um, you know it's like oh he was playing the last like six weeks with a broken hand or something or you know that kind of stuff where they're just kind of like fighting through it and waiting for the off-season surgery. So he yeah, something something about him hasn't been uh, hasn't been correct. So I think I'm gonna go with Fournette on that side. And then um, you got the defense in the in the kicker Steelers and Lutz for Vitaly going up against Lions and Lambeau for Gordon Lucko. I see the play. I see what Rob's thinking. He's thinking Lions get Tampa Bay, and Jameis Winston is a turnover machine. I kind of like the, the the balls to go. You know, here's my defense, and here's your quarterback, and and you know, we're going head to head. So that'll be kind of fun to watch. But um, oh, Steelers will get Buffalo too. Boy, yeah, this is a good matchup. But yeah, I think uh, overall, I think I'd go Steelers and Lutz. I, I can't trust the Lions' defense just because part of the thing with the Lions is they're just on the. I, it's hard to trust defenses, at least for me. Again, I'm not saying I know what's going on, and obviously I don't, because I'm out of playoffs. But it's hard for me to trust defenses that have bad offenses, because my thinking is that if it's a bad offense, they're never going to sustain a drive. It's going to be these long drives that that you know that are not long. It's going to be three and outs. They're never going to get a long drive that runs the clock. So your defense is going to. I mean, what's? I don't know football very well, but what's? How many possessions does an average team get? a game, like, 12, you know, 13, 14, you know, average possessions. But I always think, like, okay, the Lions, they have a shitty offense, so they're going to have to defend, you know, 16 drives, 17 drives, or whatever it is, whereas, you know, a good offense would hold the ball longer and then the defense only has to be out there for 14, 13 drives or something. So I don't know if that actually works. We'd have to do some a deep dive on that to see if that's true or not. But, yeah, so anyway, I'm just worried about the Lions defense against Tampa Bay because, uh, you know, I figure they'll be on the field a lot. But, yeah, overall, um... I think I gotta go with the upset. I think I'm going fighting for eleven, I'm going Vitaly on this one. Um, you know, I think the three seed gets by the two seed. I don't know, I just I just kinda like the way things are lined up for Vitaly a little bit more here. You know, he um I think he's gonna get done. I, I like Kamara, Gurley, and Fournette. I think they're they're gonna get it done. And then you roll in, he's got Godwin Hopkins. Boy he's just got a good team top to bottom. He really does. Well I shouldn't say that, I mean quarterback stinks. But I feel like you know, as long as Jameis doesn't give you like a two. Or a four or something, you know, he doesn't get benched after throwing like back-to-back picks on the first two drives, which is entirely a possibility. I think uh, Vitali should be sitting in a pretty, pretty solid position there. But, but yeah, it'll be a fun matchup. That's why I was game of the week because I think this is going to be really fun to see what happens. There should be a shootout. There should be a lot of points scored, and um, we'll see. We'll see who can get into the finals. But I think I'm. Uh I'm gonna go with Vitale on that one. So anyway, again to recap my picks Vitale and Wingus uh, advancing to the championship and then Rob and Rogers in the third place game. So we'll see how we do. Be sure to check back next week. Um boy, is that about wrap it up? It's a short one this week. I mean we only got two games to talk about. You know, kind of ripped through it real quick. No calling guests this week, no co-host. Just uh feeling a little under the weather today, testing out some new equipment. We'll get the kinks worked out, we'll get things going better and uh you know next week next week we should i think what i'll do next week actually let's get to final thoughts i'll talk about it in a second hold on final thoughts this week's final thoughts haiku is titled well i didn't have a title yet semifinals how about that okay <coughs> where there once was 12 is now down to only 4 one deserving team hey thanks again for listening to uh, another episode of the KMO mess cast i am your host Maine. Uh, as always you know pleasure having you aboard like a it's like a ship or something but no, really do enjoy you guys listening um you know, I'm not sure what we're going to do in the offseason. I, I think I'll do a couple more. I'd like to do like a recap a little bit, just kind of see how things went uh, for some of the teams. I think there's some interesting things kind of would like to go through, and I don't know if I'm going to do this or not, but I think it would be interesting to go through and actually look at each team and the moves they made from a trade perspective and, and maybe try to get an idea of uh, you know, if it was a good trade or bad trade in hindsight and uh, you know what things we can carry into um, into next season. Also, it uh, might be a very special episode next week. I'm going to try to get both of the... Teams playing in the championship in the studio, maybe do a remote cast because uh, I think it would be fun to go head to head and really get them in the same room uh, before the game to talk it out because uh, you know I'd like to hear the thoughts, I want to hear what they got going on. But uh, but yeah, that about wraps everything up here. So I think uh, you know, again, you can reach out to us at the camo mess cast camo Messcast uh, at gmail.com. So always love the feedback, always enjoy everybody listening. Had a really good time doing it this year and uh yeah next week should be fun i'm I'm looking forward to these four games it's good good four teams left in the uh in the league i think both games will be really good and uh you know stay tuned and again this is your host main signing off and we will see you next week great cash homie